How to show up with Coca-Cola energy. You're tired and you're thinking of canceling on your friends. Don't do it! Every time you cancel on a friend, a unicorn loses its horn and becomes a regular horse. Do you really want that on your conscience? Instead, grab an ice-cold can of Coca-Cola energy with delicious Coke taste and reinvigorating energy. Keep the unicorns alive! Show up every day with Coca-Cola energy. Energy you want, taste you love. I'm Victoria Jones, in for Leslie Marshall today. So glad you're with us. So glad you're with us. You know, it's 13 days to go. Feels like 30, still. Tomorrow it will be 12. Tomorrow we'll be out of the teens. Yes, yes, yes! And then in a couple more days, we'll be in single digits. You know, sort of count down like that. And then suddenly it'll be a week. I do have to tell you, for those of you who are Hillary Clinton fans, I do have a little bit of not-so-good news, even though there's one poll out showing she's nine points ahead. Uh, some of the poll aggregates are showing polls tightening, with Trump pulling, not pulling ahead, but polls are tightening. For those who are freaking out, that was to be expected a little bit in the lead-up to Election Day. It doesn't mean necessarily that, you know, he is winning. He's the winningest winner suddenly. But polls are tightening. What it means, for those of you who are Hillary Clinton fans, is that, no, you can't take it easy. You can never, you can never take, take it easy until after Election Day, as of course, if you're an Al secure. Secure men, secure leaders don't boast because they don't have to. They don't need to because they're secure in who they are. Men who are boastful, men who turn every conversation to themselves, have a fundamental problem. Yes, he's a narcissist. Yes, we know all that. You can be a narcissist and not be all these other things. He's terrified of disappearing and being insignificant. He's terrified of losing. He's terrified of not dominating, which is, of course, what sexual assault is about. Dominance. It's not about the sex with these women. These weren't sexual encounters. These were assaultive encounters. They were just like, they were assaultive touches. The woman in the nightclub in New York, he literally, she in the, in the miniskirt, she says he just, she, he didn't even look at her. He just slid his hand up her skirt and touched her vagina. There was no interaction. That is just an assault. That is just to do it, to show that he could. If she'd punched him in the face, I don't know what he would have done. He might have punched her back, actually, because what we're finding out from a fascinating piece in the New York Times, 
is that he loves to fight. He loves to fight, and he always did. Michael D'Antonio, who's a Pulitzer Prize-winning reporter, wrote a biography of Trump called The Truth About Trump, did a series of interviews in 2014 with Trump. He not only talked to Trump, he also talked to his children, and he talked to Ivana, and his, Ivana and his three oldest children. It's very rare to talk to Ivana Trump. Now, Trump said in a statement on Monday night, he called the recordings pretty old and pretty boring stuff. Hope people enjoy it. I don't think these tapes are pretty boring at all. I think they're really, really revealing. Michael Barbaro at the New York Times, or it may be Barbaro, I don't know how you pronounce it, so I apologize, has listened to the tapes with Antonio, with Antonio and has written about them, and they've done a podcast about them too, a couple of podcasts about them. And the, the, podcast, the election podcast is called The Run-Up, and it's fascinating. And what the conclusion is that they've come to, there's five hours of conversations. This is the last extensive biographical interviews that Trump gave before he ran for president. And it talks about his driving force is a deep-seated fear of public embarrassment, a man who's fixated on his own celebrity, anxious about losing his status, and contemptuous of those who fall from grace. They capture the visceral pleasure he derives from fighting, his willful lack of interest in history, his reluctance to reflect on his life, and his belief that most people do not deserve his respect. And he makes it clear just how difficult it is for him to imagine, let alone accept defeat. Now that's very interesting, because he's facing defeat. Okay, he could pull out a win going to be very tough, especially if he doesn't win North Carolina. But suppose, suppose he doesn't win. What is he going to do? He also doesn't like soul searching. He finds it very uncomfortable. He said, I don't want to think about it. I don't like to analyze myself because I might not like what I see. I think that's fascinating. Who does he look up to? I don't have heroes. Does he examine history to better understand the present? I don't like talking about the past. Who earns his respect? For the most part, you can't respect people because most people aren't worthy of respect. Isn't that interesting? But he always seems to return, they said, to the theme of humiliation, which he's unforgiving about. Unforgiving about it. So this inability to lose, unwillingness to lose or to come second, Ivana Trump tells a story about a Colorado ski vacation she took with him soon after they started dating. Now, she had not told him that she was a really good skier. So she says that Trump went down the hill first and waited for her at the bottom. And she says, so he goes and stops and he says, come on, baby, come on, baby. I went up. I went two flips up in the air, two flips in front of him. I disappeared. Donald was so angry, he took off his skis, his ski boots, and walked up to the restaurant. He could not take it. He could not take it. 
I'm not going to do this, she recalled him saying, for anybody, including Ivana. He could not contain his embarrassment at being bested in public. What is he going to do if he loses to a woman who he hates? Is he going to accept it? Or is he just going to act like it didn't happen and act like somehow he won? You see, I think he's going to do that. I think he's setting it up that the whole thing's rigged, which I don't think he believes. I don't think he believes that, by the way. I think that this is just shtick. I don't think he believes it. So that if or when he loses, whichever it is, and I don't know, he has a line. And the people who follow him do believe it. And this is what it seems to me, and I'm not being partisan now, but this is what it seems to me is wicked about this. That you have followers who believe you. And they believe a sort of religion that you're peddling that you don't believe yourself. If you believe it yourself, you can be a false messiah. But you're not a false messiah. You're not even a false prophet if you don't believe it. You're a huckster. And that's what it seems. Now, I don't know. I can't see into the man's heart. Can't see into anybody's heart. But that's what it seems. I'd like to know what you think. 8886 Leslie. 8886 Leslie. Am I hitting it here? Because I think I've nailed it. I think I'm right. I don't think we've heard the end of this. It's not just Trump TV. He won't go away. Stay with us. More coming up. I'm Victoria Jones. You're listening to The Leslie Marshall Show. Truth for all sides of the spectrum. 888-6-LESLIE. That's 1-888-653-7543. Liz is on line one in Albuquerque. Hi, Liz. She actually uh, dropped, but she uh, hopefully we'll get her back. Okay, hopefully Liz will come back. Jake is on line four in Eureka, California. Hi, Jake. Hi, Victoria. Hey, regarding the uh, latest Trump tape where he talks about how he's been a fighter his whole life, how he loves to fight, 
Um, I guess this would be the reason why his parents sent him to a military reform school uh, when he was a when he was a young child. But uh, the thing is, yes. he came to, you know, when he turned of age, eighteen, that was during the Vietnam War era, and Donald Trump got what was it, six deferments from Vietnam Four, War. Four, I think. Uh, Four or five, yeah. Four yeah, five, bone spurs. It was those bone spurs, Jake, wasn't it? Yeah, and the thing is, when, when Trump was asked which foot was it that kept you out of the war. He didn't know which it was, the left foot or the right foot, that he had the bone spurs in. I know, um, the kind of thing you just don't, you know, kind of thing you could just forget. Yeah. Yeah, and this, this is the guy who yeah. acts like a tough guy, right? Um, but when it came to uh, his opportunity to serve his country, did he serve his country? No. No, he, no. in fact, did not serve his country. And um, Donald Trump is lying about just about everything during the course of this campaign. And the idea that he's going to go away, I don't think we'd be so lucky. He himself said he thinks this whole thing is going to be a giant waste of time and money if he loses, which he will. So, yeah, unfortunately, I think we'll be stuck with Trump in the media for some time to come. He wants to fight Joe Biden. I pay for that pay-per-view. Put it on pay-per-view. Put it, absolutely. Yeah, oil him (laughs) up. Put him in the mud. Absolutely. (laughs) Put him in the octagon. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah, we'll all pay. Thank you so much, Jake. Appreciate it. Thanks. Michael is on line three in the Bronx. Hi, Michael. Hi. How you, how you doing? I'm doing great. Well, here's the, here's the thing that I'm hoping yeah. uh, maybe Hillary or any of her campaign people might be listening to. And it's a question to call to the right-wingers. You know, it sounds like Donald Trump, as you said, wants to be like a manipulator. It seems that... Um, way his following is to solve but Simon says this, Simon says that. Whenever Trump says it's gold and he's telling the truth that everyone else is wrong, we've seen and heard on video and audio of Trump boasting about grabbing women, committing sexual assaults towards them, and then he has the gall to say it's false, it's false, it's perpetrated by crooked Hillary and should be concerned about the emails and Benghazi, which Hillary's been cleared several times already. So I just want to know, right-wingers, is that don't you have thinking caps? Don't you have brains that God gave you and won't stop to review all the stuff that has been exposed on Trump already? I mean, if Trump said that, and I used this scenario already before, if Trump said that the enemy was Peter Pan, Fred Flintstone, or even the fairy godmother, would you right-wingers be believing him and taking his word for verbatim also? What the hell is wrong with these people? I Well, I... I, I think in, in defense of right-wingers that there are a lot of people who feel very left behind and who feel very left behind by society and by the economy. And he is, in a way, reaching out to them and telling them that they can have things the way they think they were. They never were the way they he think he's portraying them. But, but he's telling them something that they want to believe. But but my question is, is that if they have been paying attention for the almost six to 12 months throughout this campaign, they would have seen that he was already on um, record saying he wants to cut this out and wants to cut that out and stuff that they are totally against. You know what I'm saying? It's like, how can you believe a guy that you're hearing what he's saying now, but that he's also shown to be an absolute two-faced in which people like me cannot believe or trust, period? I think because...
because if you want to believe and the alternative looks to you so however it looks to you and you start to believe the idea of giving up that belief just becomes untenable and and people can't bear to give up the belief and and so they won't i mean there are people who literally will not believe things even when they're shown the data they're shown the facts because facts have become things that don't matter now it's like well you have your facts i have my facts no facts are facts there are facts yep. and then there are things that are not facts but that doesn't it's not that reality anymore people have their own facts and this is this is a whole new phenomenon people having their own facts so um uh, until we get back to there are facts two and two equals four um but some people say well no you may say that but actually i read somewhere that and then you go off down a rabbit hole and you know michael thanks very much for your call right so appreciate it thanks uh liz on line one is back from albuquerque hi liz Hi. Uh, uh, I wanted to say a number of things, mostly that I think you're brilliant. You've got this guy totally nailed. You know, my father used to say to me, a surgeon, really Brahminist sort of New Englander, he used to say, never trust anybody who doesn't know their history. And, you know, mostly I've spent most of my life bumping into Americans who don't respect history. And Trump is like this creation. We've created this guy with the big money and, oh, America was once great, we're not anymore. But nobody can support this with fact. When exactly were we great, right? Uh, um, Trump, it's, it's unbelievable. You know, oh, I don't want to learn about the past. Nobody is worthy of my respect. Women should be grabbed by their parts. I mean, really? This unbelievable. And the fact that so many people have deluded themselves into thinking this man is on their team, I just can't really get it. I, I look around, I see Trump stickers, and I want to jam, ram, ram my car into them. <laughs> of course, I wouldn't do that. But it's it's not <laughs> worth dealing with the insurance company. Trust me. Right. Anyway, it's it's just you know, and this idea of being a historical. You know, if you don't know your history, how are you going to lead this country, which which is vibrant with history, history that teaches us you're a better president? Well, how, how, how do you make America great again if you don't have any knowledge of history so that you know what America was like so you can make it great like that? Right? <laughs> it's sort of like this the Chinese little thing you put your fingers into and you, you can't get out, you know, the little trick boxy thing. Yeah. You know, it's... Uh, it's like half of us are just stuck in there and we can't get out. Crazy. I think I think and we'll I, get out. I do. I think we'll get out when he starts to fade away. But it it's it's gonna take a while, and he's he's not gonna fade away. I don't think he wants to fade away. He still no. thinks that the size of his rallies equate with the polls, and I'm sure that there are people in his campaign team telling him that's not true, and he doesn't want to believe it. Exactly. And he goes after lies. Unbelievable. And people scoop him up. Like, it's like an inability to sort of check your facts here. What are the facts? You mentioned that. Facts aren't that, something we can debate over. These are they. Well, you know? there are now. They, they are. There's facts. more than one. Fa facts are not facts anymore. Good Lord. I'm too old. I've just gotten old. I... 
Unbelievable. No, don't say that. Don't say that. You haven't got no. You haven't. You haven't. Things. Things. We're just in a weird place. We really are. Wow. Uh, in a weird place, but we'll we'll come out of it. We'll come out of it. I believe that. I know we will. Well, I hope so, and I pray Hillary wins. Uh, but don't underestimate this man. I just don't underestimate him because he's so far in left field. You don't know what he's going to do or say. No, you don't. You don't know. You never know what's going to happen. I appreciate it, Liz. Thanks so much. Thank you. Appreciate your call. I'm out of time. Thank you, everybody. Stay sane until Election Day. It's 13 days away. We can do this. We can do this, people. I'm Victoria Jones. This is no ordinary sub shop. This is Firehouse Subs. Welcome to Firehouse. Tired of overpriced lunches that underdeliver on flavor? Head to Firehouse Subs, where for a limited time you can get a $4.99 choice sub. Choose from a medium smoked turkey, Virginia honey ham, or roast beef. They're custom-made hot subs at a price ready-made to make you smile. Just $4.99, only at Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs, save more lives. Participating locations plus tax limited time offer prices may vary for delivery. This is no ordinary sub shop. This is Firehouse Subs. Welcome to Firehouse. Tired of overpriced lunches that underdeliver on flavor? Head to Firehouse Subs, where for a limited time you can get a $4.99 choice sub. Choose from a medium smoked turkey, Virginia honey ham, or roast beef. They're custom-made hot subs at a price ready-made to make you smile. Just $4.99, only at Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs, save more lives. Participating locations plus tax limited time offer prices may vary for delivery.